And I mean, like, everyone's trying to tell me their issues, and I'm like, bitch, can you just cue up my drum? Welcome to Rebel Girls Book Club. I'm Harmony. And I'm Maggie. And we're here to take an intersectional, feminist approach to books from all over the spectrum. Bestsellers, we've got you covered. That one book from English class you hated while you read but you can't forget? We've got that too. Comic books, nonfiction, it's all right here. So grab your tea, grab your blanket, and let's get rebellious about your favorite new reads. This is Rebel Girls Book Club. I am Harmony Birch, and I am without my co-host, Miss Maggie Mags. I am instead joined by two of my best high school friends, Kevin and Bethany, and they're here with me to talk about the Little Woman movie that just came out that was directed by Greta Gerwig. Which one wants to introduce yourselves first? Hi, my name is Kevin. (laughs) Uh, They call me Papa Gluke, and I just saw the Little Woman movie. Bethany, please, take it away. <laughs> so I'm Bethany, and I'm currently eating a delicious protein cake, and if you want to know what kind of proteins, just hit me up. It's awesome. I'm in a cult. Come by. We're not name being your... paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of your cult, Bethany? I can't tell you. You have to DM me. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Where can we reach you, Bethany? Yeah, where can Instagram, we reach you? Um, it's Bethy037, so B-E-T-H-I-E-037. All right, so neither Bethany or Kevin have read no. Little Woman. Yeah, no. Yes, Kevin, do you want to speak? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not being paid for this. This is going to be the best episode ever. So neither, I swear the cat's eating something. So neither Bethany or Kevin have read Little Woman, so this is their first exposure. What did you guys think about the movie? Well, I'm glad that I saw the older movie because at times the time was up and down, going, like, from present time to past. And if I hadn't have seen the movie, I wouldn't have known because one of the characters looks the exact same age. I'm like, they're all the same characters, but sometimes you really couldn't tell what was happening. But I seen the last movie, so I knew what was happening. Yes, so Greta Gerwig does this thing where it's not linear within the movie. kind of starts... It starts, I think, right as Joe is in New York. Yeah. Well spoken. Yeah, Joe is in New York and she's pitching her first story to the paper that she wrote for in New York. And then it jumps back and forth between the original opening of the book and then this, like, the, the second half of the book, essentially. Kevin, what did you think about the movie? I think I liked it. I, I didn't, I didn't get it though. What didn't you get about it, Kevin? A lot. Okay, do you want to be more specific? Yes. <laughs> so, the, I guess, okay, so, I guess I didn't get sort of a lot of the characters, they're laughing, they're laughing at me so hard, and I don't, I, I just feel so attacked. Alright, I didn't, okay, so, um, what, uh, uh, Lori, I didn't get him, because he seemed like a real fuckboy. Yes, Lori is actually a fuckboy. There is a podcast I listen to and sometimes mention on this podcast called Fuckboys of Lip, and they're doing Lori as a fuckboy in one of their episodes, I believe. So my read on him as a fuckboy was accurate. 
I don't know. A lot of people really love Laurie. So why don't you explain why you think Laurie is a fuckboy? Okay. The uh, nearest party that he kind of crashed, but was kind of banged to, he showed up drunk and there's two girls hanging on to him. Yes. Was that what it was? Was that a New Year's? Okay, so that's another thing. <laughs> I didn't, like, I'm used to a lot more world building in my stories. And so there wasn't much world building, which is, I mean, it's historical, so maybe it doesn't. A lot He's of people, not supposed to need it. Well, a lot of people who have seen the, the movie are probably fans of the book right. or are familiar with the story. Yeah. However, I will say about this adaptation, there is a lot more world building. Like, they, they add a lot of stuff that does not occur in the book. And there are a lot of liberties taken. But I think they're mostly positive. I can't tell if they're poor. Poor liberties? No, no. I can't tell if family. The, the family, the, the, what's their last name? March? March? Yeah. Like, the, the month. Well, I yes. think aren't they <laughs> poor, but the aunt is like really rich, so like the aunt helps them not to be homeless. Yes. So, um, the marches come from noble blood, and this is something that is mentioned in the books, or I guess not noble blood because they're Americans, but they come from a rich family. <laughs> and um, the father essentially gave away his wealth to somebody who like kind of needed it, or like gave him a loan or something, and it was never paid back, and then they were poor. And this takes place during Civil War times. Right. So I think the father's off, like, being a chaplain to the army. So that doesn't really pay very well. And they give a lot of their own wealth to charity. So they're poor now. But the older sister, Meg, that's Emma Watson. She remembers when the marches were, had money and wealth. She was supposed to be the oldest one? Yeah. Yeah. Meg was the oldest. So she got married first. Not that age has anything to do with marriage. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense now. About Meg being the oldest? No, like, how Meg, she remembers what it was like to have more money. Mm-hmm. Because later on, she was uh, she was talking about her friends, you know, air quotes, friends, um, buying nice things and expensive fabric for dresses. And I thought that was kind of random. Um, but now that she knew what it used to be like, I get it now. That's another yeah. thing. I had no idea what Meg was doing in those high society events. I had no idea how they were related to them or We probably to should them. have read the book and then maybe we would have had an idea. Yeah, Bethany knew in advance too. She also seemed, I, when I asked her, I thought she had read the book because right. Bethany seems like the type of person who would yeah. have read Little Woman. I do yeah. read books, but not particularly that one. <laughs> I <Yet>. don't. I <laughs> really mostly don't read books and I'm still not being paid for this, so I certainly wouldn't have read it ahead of time. <laughs> this is free labor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's, there's that element of like, I don't get their station in the society, which I feel like is an important element of the story that they gloss over just a little, just a tiny little bit, you know, in that they yeah. don't talk about it whatsoever. So that was not a big part of the movie. Yeah, I don't think that's very important. It's I mean, it little... is to the book. It yeah, is important. I, if Wealth it was is... the book, definitely. But I think the movie. I mean, you can tell that they at some point they used to be rich or used to have more money because that. of the aunt. Well, they're like middle class, and I don't. I'm not a middle historian. Middle class wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, middle class wasn't a thing. But they're not, like, as poor as the family that we saw that they were going to yeah. donate their right. food Who to. Right, killed the daughter. Yeah, well, she they didn't sick. intentionally kill the daughter. How did, how, did, how did Beth... Hey, spoilers. How did Beth die? They they know. They know that Beth dies. Scarlet <laughs> Fever. Um, so she got Scarlet Fever. Yeah. She, the two older daughters also got Scarlet Fever. That's why, um, uh, Beth had to go away. 
No, they had scarlet fever before. So back in those days, yeah, they yeah. thought they were immune to scarlet fever. Yeah, well, that's ones. what I'm saying. Like, that's why they sent Beth. Right. Not or Beth. Amy. Amy. Yeah, they're inoculated. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's essentially true. No, that's not true. Or at least according to Maggie. Scarlet fever? Um, Maggie has told me it's not true, and she does work on something I'm not allowed to say on the podcast, so I'm, like, oh. I, I can fact check later, but I do believe her on that, because she was does it? a lot of research Wait, on that sort of Wait, wasn't Scarlet stuff. Fever the first vaccination? What am I thinking I'm of? Pox, smallpox. Smallpox. I'm thinking, guys, I'm thinking of smallpox. That's my bad. I wanna... <laughs> We're gonna edit this whole part out. Smallpox. Scarlet Fever. Scarlet, so, yeah. Beth dies. Spoilers. Beth dies. It's not really stated in the book, but in the movie they say that the scarlet fever left her heart bad, essentially. Weak. Yeah, weak. Gotcha. Let's go over the characters, especially as newbies. And this is where I think Greta Gerwig's version of the film really does shine. It gives you a lot more to play with with the characters. There's, like, more added into it. And I think that they have a better Mm. understanding of the characters, uh, maybe even so than, like, the book in some ways. So what did you guys think about, let's start with Joe. Oh, Joe's great. Yeah? Love Joe. What did you love about her? She was just incredibly charismatic and well-acted, and she, gave, she, she cried very well, and I <laughs> draw attention to that, not because I'm some sort of serial killer, but... Um, because I'm a sympathetic crier and it actually did just get right in that tear duct of mine. I was actually able to blink away the tears, the tears once, but at another point I did cry and I had to wipe the tears. There was, there was a single tear that rolled down my eye because she gave just such a powerful cry. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you know, just like, she's just great in the the whole thing, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. top to bottom. And then what, what was the other thing? I was just wondering what you thought about Joe as a character. Like, do you yeah. identify with her more than the other girls? Or I know, Kevin, you're a man, so maybe less so for you. No, I mean, I, I guess I identify with her more probably just because she has more masculine traits, I guess. Yeah, well, that's a big thing. She talks about wanting to be a boy. But it's really yeah. more just Joe, for you guys, um, is kind of like Alcott, who is the author's, like, uh, version of herself yeah i know that's that's also pretty clear in the movie they take a lot of liberties there and it's pretty cool they do it really well was she supposed to be playing also alcott yeah yeah kind of yeah was she in the movie was that supposed to be alcott yeah. in the movie yeah okay well, didn't you see the book but the it book was Jill. they called her joe but yeah it was alcott because in the book she doesn't write this book okay there were also some timeline discrepancies and Stuff like that. It's just like, I guess there's a lot of stuff from the book that went right over my head, maybe in one ear, out the other. Eh, you know, maybe. I don't even know, man. Anyway, what do you think of Joe? Beth? And me? Um, <laughs> lost my train of thought right there. Oh, at first, I didn't like her because she was hogging, like, the storyline and, like, the camera and everything. And I really but, wanted Emma Watson to be the like the point of the movie. Yeah, but then surprise, Joe was the main character. Yeah, so and like, Emma Watson was really... like, "I want babies," and I was like, "What?" But she says it very eloquently, yeah. and she goes after what she wants. It doesn't matter what you want, as long as you know she had the ambition to go after it. So I was okay after that. 
But yeah, I she was a great actress, definitely. Okay. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna uh, list a quick criticism of the film right here. <clears throat> I'm gonna list out these characters for you all. There's Joe. There's Beth. There's Amy. There's Lori, who we mentioned. And then there's also Emma Watson, who 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 is one of the characters. Meg. Well, right, Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very difficult to see not Emma Watson. It's just sort of Emma Watson is here with these other characters. I did not find that as a as a problem. And as like as somebody who's been a huge Harry Potter fan like my entire life and is a little obsessive, I think I would have had that problem, but I think having the context of the character Meg, she played Meg pretty well. I'm not judging so. her acting. I'm judging I guess her star power in the role in in that like yeah, like, I knew who Emma Watson was, and then I knew who Emma, uh, Meryl Streep was, but besides for that, I had no idea who anyone else was. You didn't know who, I can't say her name, but Sarose Ronan, she played Lady Bird, she's played, like, the White Queen. I don't watch Mary TV, Queen of Scots. So. No, these are movies. I don't watch movies <laughs> either. I use TV she's won intermittently. I don't watch TV, Netflix, streaming, Hulu, I knew nothing. Laura Dern. And, like, nope. Meryl Streep also stood out as Meryl Streep, but it stood out as Meryl Streep just, like, fucking around yeah, for yeah, yeah. an hour and a half, which was great to yep. watch, actually. I loved how they were sarcastic with their comments. Like, that was awesome. They they did, I'll say this, they, it felt like um, an authentic relationship that everyone had, or at least the sisters had. Yeah. Which was, which was cool to see, you know, I, you know. Don't really get too much of that out of family movies. Yeah, Kevin is not typically the the market for this movie. Kevin no. typically is Marvel guy. Okay, well, I have higher... Co- like, I like Marvel, but I also like tasteful things like Star Wars. Oh, that movie, <laughs> The Thing? I do like The Thing. The Thing, If awesome you guys movie. haven't seen it... Hey, so John Carpenter's The Thing is okay, a 1982 film. Okay, that has nothing to film. do with God feminism, though. So anyway, let me go back, though. <laughs> we were talking about Meg and Emma Watson for a little bit. So one of the things I did want to ask before we go back to the rest of the character, or I did want to point out to you guys before we go back to our our thoughts on the rest of the characters, mm. Meg's storyline differs a little in in the movie. Um, they cut out a lot of stuff, and one of the big things is that yes, Meg does want to have babies and stuff, but really, makes the main part of Meg's character in the book in the first half of the book is that like. She just kind of wants to be rich like the other girl. Oh, no, the oh, actress yeah, yeah. thing isn't really a big thing at all. Yeah, yeah. And then she does like kind of end up falling for John, who is Mr. Brooks, who yeah. Kevin has said some offensive things to me about. I absolutely haven't. I, I complimented him. Mm. No, he really didn't. Mr. Brooks in the books is like nice and bumbling and shy to Meg in the beginning of their courtship. But also he starts off their courtship being like, can't you learn to love me? I'll teach you to love me. And there's a weird power dynamic because there's a weird age difference. And then once there's they're a weird married, age difference. once they're married, like yeah. he's kind of a dick to her, and she like just is the submissive party. And like he, when the dress thing happens, he just like he he essentially makes her feel bad about herself because she's like his silly wife who just wants frivolous things mm-hmm. it's not like it that, what the movie did th- well i think is that like it did change these characters and i liked that more that like their relationship seemed more equal but that is I not mean, that the definitely case in the books. <clears throat> that definitely happened in the movie where um it seemed more equal the, i don't think it seemed equal though 
What do you mean? Like, so she she buys the fabric for the dress or whatever, and he definitely makes her feel bad about yeah, herself. Yeah, it's definitely like a guilt trip thing going on. It was a guilt trip, but also totally justified because like they're poor as hell, and she just dropped fifty dollars, which is like big dick money in in old timey money, whatever they used. Mm-hmm. There are several inc- incidents in the books about Brooke and Meg's relationship and them like having problems in their marriage, and every time. It's essentially solved by, like, Meg being more of the submissive wife. Right. And Marmy even tells Meg at one point, because once they have kids, Brooke, like, stops hanging out with Meg anymore, and she starts to, like, let herself go, because she's a pretty sister. Uh, Marmy even tells her that she needs to, like, stop paying as much attention to her kids and, like, pay more attention to her husband, and that's what fixes their problems. Who's Marmy? Marmy is the mom. Okay. Also... Um, if you are the submissive one in a sexual relationship, you actually hold the power. That different kind true. of, wildly different. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey is a 2015 film. <laughs> that old. So what do we yeah, think about Meg, everyone? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a I Watson's mean, character. I liked her in the movie. I don't know if I would like it in the book until mommy comes in and was like, yo, like, change it up. No, she just told her to, like, pay more attention to her husband, and that's what fixes it. So it's, like, it's really actually uh, bad of Marnie. Yes, yes. In yes, my opinion. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, she, she, uh, well, she's fun, and Emma Watson, and that happens for most of the film, and then <laughs> there's an incident where she blows a bunch of money that they don't have, and then there's a guilt trip, which she, in the context of the film, totally deserves, because she blew a bunch of money they don't have. She deserves in the context of the book too she still blows a bunch of money it's just the okay. way he reacts about it it's very much there's a lot of words used like silly and foolish in reference okay. to Meg's character not quite that shitty in the film yeah. it's 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 more just like self-deprecation it's it's very mild mm-hmm. and then she's good and then she's just fine and then it, none of it matters to her felt like a slight just a little you know little bit of a turnaround there <laughs> not really developed at all which by the way okay Back to back to my fuckboy Lori. <laughs> What's up with the whole he loves ain't that wasn't set up. Okay, so in the I mean it's not it was kind of set up, I think. In the books in the movie, I think it was set up even more than in the books. Disagree. I think the older movie was definitely more set up because in the older movie, Amy makes some reference when they were kids about like never being kissed, and Lori's like, Well, uh, if you're gonna die, like, I'll make sure that you at least kiss me, or, it was, it was, um, played out really romantically, I don't, can't quote it, and, um, but, like, for this movie, they have that beach scene, mm-hmm. where, you know, she sketches him at the beach, the day that she meets Frederick, but, I like, that was, was a minor Frederick. thing. In the foot, I also thought she was sketching Frederick at first. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Until but that was really subtle. But, like, I can see how she, like... If he, the 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 thing where she's like, oh, I've always loved you, I can kind of see it because he is handsome and yeah, you know as yeah. fuck boys do, just sort of. He was really he's funny. also the Gravity boy well. in her like life. He exactly. is the only boy. You if you only have one male and like you think they're the perfect because you don't have any other examples. Yeah, and she's the youngest sister. So. so I can, I get her crushing on him. And and so when she says that later, I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I didn't really explicitly see it, but sure, I, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it. And then he's like, but I love you. And I'm like, 
I feel like you're just saying that, my and then, guy. And then uh, Amy calls him out. She's like, I've always been second best to my sister. So, like, yeah. just because you can't get my sister doesn't mean, like, I'm the runner-up. Like, I'm not going to treat myself like that. And then Beth dies. And then they're married. And then it's just good. Yeah, they cut some of the stuff off. It feels like they cut an entire character arc. Kind of, yeah. Because Amy, Amy has a huge character arc. They do, like, cut off every... They, they show her in the past, Amy, like, being a little brat, and then they show her after, after being she's a, a little brat, like, human. yeah, like, being a refined human being who's grown up, Proper but they society. don't show how she got there, which I mm. think the book does. Let's talk about Beth real quick, or do you want to talk about Amy? Do, do we want to talk I about our thoughts on Amy? Okay. In this movie, the, like, the banter, the joking, the, using air quotes, flirting between, using air quotes. <laughs> between Amy and Laurie... It didn't seem funny or cute or anything. It just seemed, like, really annoying. So I'm not a huge fan of, like, those little scenes. Which, which one? Do you mean, dramatic. like, while they're in Europe? Yeah, while they're in Europe. Oh. Okay. It wasn't very cutesy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Was the fucking I really liked it. Drama king. This every every step this I guess we're going to talk like, about Lori now. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he looked like the... The fucking dude in the one thing, you know, from the poster. No, do you want to do you want to share with the listeners the um, other offensive thing you said to me? Why don't we start with Brooks? So, Kevin, what did you say about Mr. Brooks when you saw Mr. Brooks on screen? Oh, that he's like your boyfriend, and that he's like nice. My current boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, nice but useless in a night like a kind way, which I later elaborated to mean sort of bumbling, a little awkward, passive. Just sort of passive. Kevin has no idea what Classic. he's talking about. It's like a tennis match. I'm in the middle. Okay, and then what did you say about Laurie again in reference to my love life? Oh, that he's every boyfriend, uh, every other boyfriend she's ever had, which, uh, having seen the full film now, absolutely accurate. Yep. I stand by that statement. <laughs> she, she's looking at me like she expected me to rescind and repent. No, I... I, I, I can see that. Like, yeah, right? Like, we're both... We're I think Lori's way better than any of the other boyfriends. I'm just gonna put that out there. I okay. mean, he does eventually get married, which I can't see really happening to any of your other boyfriends. You mm. don't know ever, all the others. Yeah, I know enough. <laughs> okay. I know enough. You only know one. All right, anyway... So, do we want to talk about Beth first? Let's <laughs> talk about Beth. All right. Beth was there, and then she died. That's yeah. her role in the books, too. She was always cool. the perfect, nice, sweet one, which is nice to have. You know, it has to have some balance. Okay, so you guys thought that she was underdeveloped, though, as a character? It's no. Like? no. No? No? No, I, I mean... She did she what she was supposed to. She wasn't developed as a character. She was a plot device. Mm, yeah. <laughs> she was the dead sister. <laughs> I think I read recently that Alcott apparently did have a dead sister that was probably based on Beth, and it, like, really hurts me to my soul that she depicted her sister that way. Like, her sister without a personality, really, or character arc. She played music, mm. which was good because she provided she the, her own soundtrack for a goddamn she, funeral. She mm. talked to the horses. You giggled at that line. I did. I said that there was always a horse girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> always one. Okay, um, so we talked about Meg, we talked about Beth, let's talk about Amy! Yeah, I don't know, I guess I don't, she was like, she was mean, and then she was like, not, I'm not gonna say nice, necessarily? (laughs) I guess it was never, the drama was never super real for me, there was that one incident, but otherwise it was a pretty, like... The one incident where she burned Joe's manuscript? Yeah, exactly. But she didn't look like a little girl brat. 
That was the problem. She looked like she was 20. Yeah. And they all looked the exact same age. Yeah, but except for Lori. Lori had different hairstyles, and I couldn't keep track of Joe it. Joe was the second oldest. Yeah, Lori, I think, did kind of look a little bit different, which was nice. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't, I think, I mean, like, nowadays in movies, you can add makeup, you can do a lot of things, and Beth just never, I mean, Amy just never looked a little bit younger. They kind of tried to make her look younger. I think it, With pigtails, but, but that didn't really work. I the was real uncomfortable the with youngest. a lot of it. Why? Just, like, a lot of, like, the, the supposedly early life stuff where they've got these very clearly adult women in, like, their 30s or whatever They're standing not, around. None of them are in their 30s. Maybe I Emma no Watson. Idea. I have no idea. Is she that old now? I don't know. How old am I? in 2000, so. Holy shit, I'm gonna die She's nine in 2000. I'm gonna die Okay. You said you're never gonna die. Let's, I mean, No. I might. I don't know. All right, back to Little Wait, Woman. Pass me this blanket. So you were. I might pull a Beth. You. <laughs> you were, and just fucking die. You were uncomfortable by the way that the adult women were portraying little girls, or the fact that they had yeah, adult women playing little girls. And was it because you were attracted to them? No. <laughs> no. So why? Well, you, well like I mean, I feel like. Amy was supposed to be the, like the truly little little girl, yeah. But the other ones were kind of not older, but I mean like maybe preteens and early teens. I think that the book starts off with Amy being twelve, Beth being either thirteen, yeah, thirteen. Joe is fifteen, and Meg is sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, I just figure uh, Amy would be a lot younger. Yeah, so that was the problem. When she was being bratty, it was a little harder to sympathize with her because she, yeah. she the actress did good at, like, I think, yeah. trying to play a 12-year-old, but it was hard because she looked Not like, like a 20-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was a thing. And then I thought Joe, I forget her actress's name, but... Sir Rose Ronan or something? I'm not going to subject myself to butchering that poor woman's name. Mm-hmm. I, she deserves more respect than that. So I'm just going to call her the lady who played Joe. Okay. So the lady who played Joe, where was I going with this? You thought she looked the youngest? No. I thought she looked like Meryl Streep for a minute. And I'm like, wow, they got Meryl Streep in this? And then I remembered Meryl Streep is super old. And then they had Meryl Streep in it. I was like, whoa! I love Meryl Streep. He's not high, I promise. No. Um, okay. What? So we... So was there a fifth sister? No, there were only four sisters. There were only ever Maybe four sisters. Yeah. <laughs> there were only four sisters. Maybe he did not watch the same movie. <laughs> I don't know why. I had it in my head the entire film that there were five sisters. Who? But I could, no, 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 that's, no, no. What? I, I know what you're talking right? about. Because in the beginning... Um, Emma Watson's friend from High Society, she was in there a lot, and I'm like, "What? Oh, who is she?" And that's then, what I'm thinking of. yeah, that was really confusing at first. I, didn't, I missed that. And so until yeah, like yeah. The, it, it really until the end of the movie, I thought there were five sisters, and I was just losing track of one of them between scenes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask Harmony who she was, but then she finally went away, and then I realized she was. Friends. I didn't even, I, I didn't have a clear image. I just thought there were five sisters and then I kept trying to list them all and I couldn't. <laughs> and I'm like, who am I losing track of? <laughs> and it turns out none of them. None of them. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Okay, so I love Amy and I thought she was portrayed well in this film. Um, a lot of people finally said that, uh, I haven't seen the other film adaptations, but they said Amy finally was done right. And I guess a lot of people hate Amy and I think they're wrong. Okay. Why do you think they're wrong? 
because Amy is the only character that we see grow. I mean, they all grow. All the girls grow a little bit, except for Beth, because she dies, Mm -hmm. like, into their character arcs. But Amy has the most drastic character arc, and she kind of, like, does what Joe does, but better. She's just, like, she knows how to play the game. And that's, that is a huge thing in the book. Like, Amy will take Joe out into society when Joe's a little bit older. And try to get Joe to, like, meet people and talk to people. And Joe just, like, is kind of an asshole whenever she's there. And Amy will, like, play the game, but she also doesn't get caught in the game. Right. Like, she's Mm. in the game because she knows she has to be to get to where she wants to be. Like, she has that ambition, but then she also, um, she also is able to, like, still have good values and knows, like, what her values are and knows that her values are more important than the game. She does still eventually marry Rich. She does marry Rich, yeah, and she gets potty had, Yeah, but she had the opportunity to marry Richer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And to be fair, like, Amy really was the saving grace for the family because none of the girls married Rich. So they didn't have any other income to take care of their parents. grandfather was still helping them out the whole time. Yeah, but the, so in the books, the, they don't I, Like, take, that just seemed really over-exaggerated in the movie, because I didn't think it was, like, that helpful. He, he helps them out with gifts and stuff, but, like, they won't take actual money from him, because they're too proud. And he has offered in multiple parts of the, um, the right. book. Bob Odenkirk was in this movie, and that threw me for a loop. Is that Better Call Saul? Yeah, it is Better Call Saul. That's 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 him. Better Call Saul is the dad. <laughs> I have no real comments to say on this other than he. If I I didn't realize this, but I guess the the perfect Union soldier is Bob Odenkirk. He looks like every Union soldier ever to Union the soldier. He's not a soldier. He's a chaplain. Which for the longest time I did not know, and I was like, how can an old man be in the army and like not die? Yeah. I, I assumed he was an officer of some sort. Nope, he's a chaplain. Just like an old dude on the. Anyway, yeah, he he he's in the movie, and that was that was a pleasant treat. Um, Can we talk about Lori? So, Bethany, I haven't heard any of your perspectives on Lori. Did you find him hot? I found him. Yeah, hot. I found him hot. Yes. Okay, so like, did we did we want Joe to end up with Lori? Oh, I've never shipped any two characters so hard in my entire life. Okay, so one of the things, this is most fans really want Joe and Lori to end up together. But in the movie, they change it so that Joe writes Lori a letter saying that she will accept. Like, she doesn't admit that she loves him. But in the books, like, Lori, Joe continually says that she won't marry Lori. And she even says that, like, Lori should marry uh, Meg. And then when Meg gets married, she moves on to Amy. And she's like, oh, Lori should be with Amy. Lori should be with Amy. So... There might have been, like, undertones of those feelings, like, toward, that they showcased towards Amy when Amy marries Lori, but that's not a real thing. Like, Joe openly kind of pushed them together and supported that union, because Joe kind of at least says that she's always only viewed Lori as a friend. Yeah. It was kind of ambiguous. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't ambiguous because she was clear about not loving him. Yeah. But, hey, great chemistry. Great actors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, good job all around, everybody. Uh, but B, in, in the scene where she's rejecting him, she's like, I don't love you. I can't love you. I never will love you. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, pushes a little bit. And then she starts listing off these other excuses. Yeah. Which I'm like, wait, so was she 
she's listing off these excuses about, oh, they wouldn't make uh, their marriage wouldn't work, this, that. The other thing, I'm like, does that mean she does actually love him? Was she lying? Is mm-hmm. she thinking about it? Is she, like, is that a consideration for her? And I think that's, I don't know if that scene was in the book like that. I think it was slightly differed. Um, it might be like a cultural thing of like, you know, now she's thinking about it as a strictly, you know, um, uh, what's a pragmatic proposal. In the books, she is already like, or in the book, she has already met Bear after Lori proposes to her. And he says, oh, you don't love me because of that professor that you met, that old professor. Because Bear Fred- is supposed to be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Frederick Bear. Mm-hmm. That's his name. His name is Mr. Bear. In the books, most commonly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so she's already met him in the book. His name is Mr. Bear? Yeah, he's German. It's, like, spelled... He's German? Yeah. I thought he was French. He's supposed to be German in the book. (laughs) He's definitely French in the movie. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. I can't tell these things. I'm culturally ignorant. (laughs) He had a sexy accent, which was, I think, their substitute for having an actual romance plot between him and Joe, was they gave him a very fuckable accent. I feel like Greta Gerwig just did not like that character, because some people read it and think it does come out of the bloom, but there is, like, more contextualization to their relationship in the book, and, like, they really, they really, even the way they played it, because they started then pulling in Louisa May Alcott as Joe, towards that part and like talking about how Louise May Alcott didn't want Joe to get married which she didn't so they really played it like this was just something to appease the readers which it probably was but like it is done better in the books I believe and I like Mr. Bear um but Mr. Bear isn't sexy he's an old man and he was uh, in the film this is not the case <laughs> yeah he's an old man uh he's German and Lori says that Joe doesn't love him because she loves Mr. Bear. And she has, like, kind of a little crush on Mr. Bear at this point. I mean, I get it. Yeah. He has a fuckable accent. I don't know what to tell you, man. I think there is some artistic, like, stuff in the film in which they kind of rewrote history when they, like, showed Mr. Bear and Joe meeting. And I think that was done to kind of show that Louisa May Alcott never intended for Joe to get married. Louisa May Alcott never got married. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would be curious to see how she intended to end the book. I'll say this, the story as presented, regardless of any historical or metatextual consequences, I think maybe does work better with Joe getting married. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, so much of it is romance, romantic. It is this family plot. Yeah. Um, and it is sort of a natural resolution, but I can also understand that that's like the political subtext mm-hmm. there is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but I would be curious to see how she intended to end it. Well, I am pro and con, like for and against her getting married. Um, the way the storyline in the movie was prevent, uh, presented, it ended well, but there was one scene. Joe is telling her mom, like, I'm just so lonely, and I wish I had someone to be with. But, I mean, like, she didn't have to be lonely. There are women and men out there who are not lonely, mm-hmm. and they're not, like, they're not married. Like, they have their friends, they have their family, but they don't need that significant other to be satisfied in life. And I think that uh, when she, when 
Joe admitted that she was unsatisfied with her life, then it was only natural for her to be married. Like, she had to be married. But if she didn't admit that, and if she was, you know, fine with being her herself and being by herself, then getting married would have been off. Yeah. I think she was definitely lonely in the books, too. But, yeah, I wonder if that would have been written out had she not gotten married. Yeah. Was that scene in the books where she talks about being lonely? Kind of. They did some liberties with it but yeah that book i mean it was like she doesn't talk about it but there's like a chapter where it talks about how joe is lonely and she's grown hard after beth's death gotcha. more matronly gotcha okay they, they kind of start to talk to her about her like she's an old maid <laughs> wow okay yeah, yeah I, I a lot of the movie i don't i feel like a lot of it got left on the editing floor which i feel like the movie would have been more satisfying with more context but as it stands, just so much of it, especially when you're when you're sitting there trying to play catch up with, I mean, it took me a little hot minute to learn these characters' names, figure out how many sisters there were, not five, <laughs> there were four in Meryl Streep, and then Laura Dern was also there. Bob Odenkirk later, he hung around. I thought he was dead for a while, I'm not going to lie, I thought he was just dead. But then no. he was there at the funeral for Beth, and I knew he wasn't dead. <laughs> That's when I figured that out. All right. Do we want to wrap up? <laughs> Is there anything else we want to seriously say about this movie? Uh, I mean, I, I, most fuckable I, I characters. It. Most fuckable characters. Mister Bauer. I mean, Bear. Lori. Okay, well, Joe. I'm not putting Emma them... Watson. That's it, that's it for me. Uh, I'm not putting yeah. I'm not putting Mister Bear on the list because he has a very fuckable accent. But like, he gets two. He has he's a grand total of what. 90 seconds of screen time. His face, yeah, but he's fuckable. I don't know if he has a fuckable face, though, because when he was leaving and was like, oh, like, I don't have any reason to stay here, so I'm going to go to California. Like, mm. his sad, depressing eyes, too depressing, too sad. No, extremely emotive. I loved it. Mm. You're wrong. You're wrong, and I'm sorry. No, it is very emotional. Absolutely. But it was also crazy very emotional. Horny. But Very horny. Very horny sad eyes. Yes, but not something I am attracted to. I'm going to say this. Lori... He's a type. Would... I, Lori, probably the most objectively fuckable. Mm-hmm. Joe, especially with the short hair. That short hair was a power no. move. I was super into it. I don't think she's objectively fuckable, but yeah, I'm into it too. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, com- completely. And then i going to have to disagree with Emma Watson on this list. Really? To be quite honest. Oh, well, it's Emma Watson, so I'm just, like, in love with her. Very attractive woman, not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. But we're also judging characters here. And, like, I don't know. Meg probably isn't very fuckable. No. Meg got very... She didn't have a ton of characterization, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but there was that one point when she was at that debutante ball, and she was dressing like all the other girls, Mm -hmm. and she was like, let me just have my one night of fun. So, like, that character right there... Lori was so egregiously shitty to her for no reason. Yeah. I was like, is he getting a redemption? No, he's just married. Context. In the books, she's like... She's dressed like that, yes, um, yeah. but the girls are also then, like, make fun of her yeah, her old really. outfits, yeah. Gotcha. And then, like, she's also flirting, which I guess is, like, a moral thing, so she's, like, flirting with all these men, they're all giving her attention, and that's what Laurie is disapproving of, because he knows that their mother wouldn't be cool with that. And she was drinking champagne or whatever. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah I She didn't... gets a little drunk. Did not pick up on any of that. 
And her dress was yeah. extremely low cut, like the style was, and that's not normally what she or anyone in her family wears. Yeah, but Lori is shitty to her and should probably just back off because he's not her fucking keeper. No, no. D- although she does, doesn't she literally have a keeper? Isn't that still that era? Literally has a keeper? No, Joe kind of sent him to be her keeper, but no, mm-hmm. no one was sending her to be the keeper. She was with her friends. Okay. She was like on a girl's trip. Yeah. No, in the in the movie, it seemed like she was just having a good time. This is before the, the vanity issues were really explored. Hmm. And so it just seemed like he just mm-hmm. came out to... Okay. To screw with her. Yeah. Carla is... Hmm. A book drunkard. A 40-something with psychology and counseling degrees. A former freelance journalist and counselor who's never bored. A disabled introvert who sees connections everywhere. Like John Nash, only much less mathy. A knitting fidget who intensely loves horror movies with a skewed passion. Like one of my heroes, Harry the Spy. I want to learn everything and write it all down. More likely than not in my bullet journal. Join me, and sometimes my friends, in my very strange library as I INFJ everything from unused angles. And please listen to There Might Be Cupcakes podcast, available at theremightbecupcakes.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your other favorite podcatchers. It's going to get weird in the best way. Let's play. Alright, there we go. We're recording again. We had a short break. What we were talking about, did we have anything else that we wanted to say about the movie? No, <laughs> we're done now. Bye. <laughs> no, no, we're not done yet. So, Join my cold. No, no, no. Okay, okay. So out of five, each person, tell me what you would give the movie. I don't even know how to rate this film, to be quite honest. It's not my usual fare, but like I liked it, and I, I cried, and... Mm-hmm. The characters are charismatic, so I'm going to give it a four. I honestly, I mean, I did like it. It reminded me of that, um, uh, the, the Damon Wayne's movie. Or the Wayne's Brothers movie, rather. The, uh, what's it called? It, uh, um, White Chicks. It reminded you of White Chicks? Well, that's the joke, you see, because it's called White Chicks, but oh, then it's, and it's about, about white chicks. And they are very, so very blindingly white in this film. Extremely white. Like, wow! Kevin, wow. you're blindingly white. Yeah, I am. I to be <laughs> full disclosure, pretty white. So I'm not even white so much as I am translucent. Okay, so Bethany. So on a side note, um, if you read the book or watched one of the movies before and you knew, like, who the characters were, like, yeah. you didn't know who they, like, you knew their names and you knew how many sisters there were. I which think you would really, I think you would really um, enjoy it. Oh, we're still but, about little um. <laughs> If if I mean, you have no idea what the movie about, what the plot is, what the book is, you might be very lost. Okay, so out of out of five, what would you give? Um, it? if you know what the movie is, then a five. If you don't, it's probably going to be like a two. two you and a half. don't know what the movie is. I've watched the first movie and I knew there was four sisters. She watched. She said another... this a couple of times now. That's on me. <laughs> she, she's watched another adaptation. Yeah. Of the book. Okay. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. I think that, for the most part, it did really good. And I liked the changes that I made, for the most part. Um, I felt really conflicted by the fact that Brooke wasn't a dick. Because I really think it's important to show that he's a dick. Brooke had three lines. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he he was a dick, though, in the book. And I hate Brooke. I believe you. 
And I didn't necessarily like the storyline that they did with Lori and Joe. I thought that it was romanticized a little bit. And I didn't appreciate that they cut out all of Bear's stuff, but I did like all of the additions that they made. Okay, so... Matt, if you're listening, I love you, and I meant it only in the <laughs> nicest way. I swear to God, I just put my foot in my Matt mouth. Matt, um, no offense, but I'm going to offend you. Oh, wait, before before we leave, we ask everyone what they're reading. Kevin, what are you reading right now? If the answer is nothing, tell me nothing. Uh, this is like a uh, employee handbook I gotta catch up on. <laughs> Bethany, what are you reading right now? I am reading a bunch of self-help books and books from Alcoholics Anonymous, so hit me up if you are sober curious, which is awesome. Um, we're gonna delete that part out. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm reading a bunch of AA books, so if you need help, if you have questions... I'm your go-to. Remember, it's Bethy numbers. <laughs> yes, V-E-T-H-I-E-037. There it is. I'm also reading uh, Dying for a Cupcake, which is this really cute series. It's kind of romance, but she can't decide which guy to have sex with. Um, so until she decides, there's no sex in the, mo- in the book. That's but, really disappointing. Oh, I know. But she writes so well in the mystery of like who murdered who it just captivates you okay good all right i'm reading chinese for dummies and also lilith's brood dawn dawn is the book that i'm reading and lilith's brood right now uh lilith's brood lilith's brood yeah it's by octavia Butler. we're gonna be doing it on the podcast i thought that that was the author lilith's never mind no no and also do we have homework for each other does anyone want to read little woman now no. Yes, because my um, two self-help books that I got from the library and The Dying for a Cupcake, they're all overdue, and I now owe $1.40, so I really need to return them. And then in the meantime, while I'm waiting to get them back, um, I'll read Little Woman. Okay. In that, to clarify, in the break we took, still <laughs> not getting paid, <laughs> so still not reading the book. Kevin, do you have any homework for yourself, though? For myself? Yeah. Yeah, finish reading the employee handbook. I've been employed for about four and a half years now, and I still don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Um, I think my homework is It's like is six pages. It's barely a pamphlet. To maybe write an article about little the, the Little Woman movie as a adaptation. Okay. That's it. We're done. Please, if you review us, uh, send us a picture. And we will go ahead and send you Rebel Girls Book Club stickers. We're still doing Ooh. that. Still haven't gotten any pictures, but you should give us a picture of your review and we will send you a sticker um, if you give us an appropriate address to do so at. Can I have you a can... sticker? Yes. I'll, I'll listen and write your review. I'm okay, plug my yeah. social. You can reach me at your nearest church. Just send them a letter. They'll get it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Love I love you, you all. Oh, no, I don't know how to do it. I swear to God, Bethany, (laughs) if you say jinx one more time tonight. Jinx. You can follow us at Rebel Girls Book Club on Instagram, at Rebel Girls Book Club on Facebook, at Rebel Girls Book One on Twitter, and you can email us at rebelgirlsbookclub at gmail.com. Our theme song is called Pretty Boys Make Me Feel Ugly, and it's by The Gays. See you soon, and remember to read rebelliously. Oh, I'm the best of all.